You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holy Cathedral, and co-host, Mark Teresi, executive director of the cathedral. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. Good to see you in the studio today. We are live streaming, and, you, and, and you're we feeling are good? social distancing, and we are also, on fem- the leg is, the hip is feeling terrific, and uh, we are also, uh, again, live streaming on the program here, our phone number 312 212-255-8408, 312-255-8408. Eight four zero eight. You realize, Mark, the last three days have been spring-like. Beautiful. And yesterday's high was sixty-nine degrees, one degree short of the all-time record of seventy. I know it's just absolutely beautiful. I ride in uh, Lakeshore Drive, and it's just a gorgeous ride in the morning. And they're talking possible snow next week. <laughs> but, you know, March is very volatile. I know. Leave it in Chicago. Leave it in Chicago, the highs and lows. Again, a great program lined up, and we have the first half hour from the New York Times bestselling author Mark Shriver comes 10 Hidden Heroes, an exciting seek and find book with a message featuring everyday heroes at home and in our neighborhoods. This vibrantly illustrated book helps children develop counting skills and learn how they, too, can be heroes in day-to-day life. Mark Shriver is president of Save the Children Action Network in Washington, D.C. He's the author of Pilgrimage, My Search for Pope Francis, the New York Times bestselling memoir, A Good Man, Rediscovering My Father, Sergeant Shriver, which received the 2013 Christopher Award. Mark, welcome to the program this morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Father. Thanks so much for having me on. Now, Mark, were you raised in the Washington, D.C. area? Yes, yes. I uh, we, uh, I was born in uh, in Maryland and uh, raised in Maryland. You know, just uh, twenty minutes outside of uh, downtown DC. No, we're, we're actually uh, speaking of the warm weather. It was seventy two degrees here yesterday, and it's supposed to snow next week here as well. So we got uh, <laughs> you, I guess we have get, that in common with Chicago. You'll get our weather. And now, being from the out east, there, you would follow what football team as a child? Uh, the, it's now called the Washington football team. In the old days, it was called the Redskins. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the Baltimore Colts are 30 miles away, but everybody around here was uh, Redskins fans or Washington football team fans. Now, this is Mark Teresi, and I think I... Uh, no, your parents were in Chicago for a while, were, were they not? Yes, my mom and dad uh, were in Chicago in the 50s. Uh, my father came east in uh, 1960 to work for President Kennedy, started the Peace Corps. But my dad was the uh, president of the Chicago uh, school board. Uh, he ran the Merchandise Mart. And uh, my three older siblings were all born in Chicago. Now, Mark, so you're going to love this. Mark 
has a story to share with you that he told me right before the program. Mark, share it with Mark. So you can tell your sister Maria this story. So I was baptized at St. Clement's. And when I worked at the seminary, Father Mariano Vida gave us a gift. I called him. I said, you know, Father Mariano, you baptized me at St. Clement's. He said, and, and that was years and years before. And he said, I said, uh, he said to me, yeah, I remember that. I said, how do you remember my baptism? Well, he said, because I was scheduled for the baptism right before yours. And Cardinal Stritz called and said, I will take that baptism. I said, well, who who's baptized right before me? Maria <laughs> Shriver. So your sister, so I was yeah. known for who I was not. Um, <laughs> but, but I thought, what a neat story. What a neat story. Now, that would have been what, 1955? 1955. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good one. I, uh, I know that uh, I know of Cardinal Stritch, and uh, I know of his work in there. And my father uh, was very involved in the Catholic Interracial Council in Chicago oh. and did a lot of work uh, with Cardinal Stritch, who, you know, um, uh, unsegregated or desegregated, I guess, mm-hmm. um, or integrated, I, should, I guess is the right term, excuse me. Uh, the Catholic schools and the Catholic hospitals in Chicago. So, which means, um, Mark, you would, you would have been there the day of the baptism for Maria at St. Clemens. No, he's younger. I oh, think. no, you, that was nineteen fifty. Yeah, I'm younger. Maria's about seven years older than Got me, it. but I'm okay. uh, doing a Zoom call with her tonight, so I'll tell her that story. That's Please. a great story. <laughs> tell us. Well, first of all, Mark, tell us how the book Ten Hidden Heroes came about. Well, you know, I, the two books I, I wrote, uh, one on my father and one on uh, Pope Francis, and really, you know, spent so much time trying to focus on what makes someone good, what makes, um, you know, as compared to great, because some of these folks that are great, you know, that are uh, celebrated in our society for having money or power or, or um, you know, prestige, celebrity, uh, doesn't make them a good person. Um, and I just uh, thought that when, especially as COVID started rolling out, so many people were talking about the essential heroes, the essential workers in our society. And I you know, believe that we ought to be holding those people up as examples of goodness, of decency, of humility, um, and, and other hidden heroes uh, on a day-in and day-out basis. So this book is really... It's like, where's Waldo? But instead of finding Waldo, we're trying to find the hidden heroes. Your kids are trying to find the hidden heroes, um, whether they're doing environmental work, whether they're doing work in the home, whether they're doing, you know, helping folks out in, in medical care. So we celebrate, and you know, the, some of the hidden heroes are nurses and doctors, but they're also the custodian in the hospital who make sure the rooms are clean, who does a lot of the work behind the scenes, you know, the people who... Uh, pick up the, the recycling and the people who compost. I mean, these are small gestures. What Pope Francis talks about, you know, the hidden saints next door who, through little acts of love, are changing history. I really believe that's true. Their little acts can make a big difference. So, Pope Francis, your dad, essential workers, what are some of the qualities that all three of those possess that you see? Well, I think, you know, I think the first thing is is a sense of humility, um, is a sense of understanding that we're all equal. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, folks that I admire the most, um, you know, in my house growing up, my mom started Special Olympics, and it really yes. was, uh, you know, started in Chicago. It was the first international games at Soldier Field in 1968. Uh, Judge Burke, um, you know, played a huge role in that as well, and Burke out there in Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, you know, my mother and father used to always say that the heroes were Special Olympics athletes and their parents who were, um, you know, <clears throat> perform, you know, a, uh, doing athletic activities, training every day without making a lot of money, without a lot of acclaim, and that they were doing the small things well. Um, so I think it's a sense of humility. I think it's a sense of doing what's right, even when no one is looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my father treated everybody um, with respect, whether they were Cardinal Stritch or the you know waitress at his favorite uh, restaurant. And boy, and that, died, and now that is a wonderful gift it to sure treat is. both equally and not because of one's title or position to cater to. Now that is a wonderful gift. Uh, Mark, take us to break. We're going to take a little break, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial. We're speaking with Mark Shriver. We're talking about Ted Hidden Heroes and some of the personal heroes in his life and how those qualities do impact and are models for us in how to live our lives. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time virtually with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. The effort to get vaccinated, why the church is helping to spread the word, We'll go inside the classroom as a national study shows how Chicago's Catholic schools are keeping students on track during the pandemic. And too many people are going hungry. We'll visit a food pantry where Catholics are working to meet that need. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100.
we're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ 750 AM on your dial. We're speaking with Mark Shriver, author of many books, but the one we're going to be speaking about today at length is 10 Hidden Heroes, an exciting seek and find book with a special message. Father Greg, you have a question. Yeah, along those lines with your book, uh, Mark, 10 Hidden Treasures, or 10 Hidden Heroes, and in your own life, looking back on your childhood, who were the hidden heroes in your life? Exclude family, but I remember that like in my own life, there was a neighbor down the street, his name was George. I was about six, seven, eight years old. He was the kindest man. You know, he was about 70, or 70 years old, which I thought he was beyond dead by way of age. But he was so kind and always helping the neighbors. And that in my life, he became, for me, a hero. Who were some of the heroes when you were a boy growing up? Well, it's a great question, and, um, you know, in, in our um, life, um, <clears throat> there were folks in and out of our house. You know, my father started the Peace Corps. There were Peace Corps volunteers in and out of there and people who had worked in the Peace Corps with my father and my mother, um, you know, had started Special Olympics. So there were Special Olympics athletes um, that were in and out of our house. My mother had a lot of, uh, you know, friends that had developmental disabilities, uh, you know, Goldie, who helped her out, uh, was a friend uh, and, you know, colleague who, um, you know, showed up every day for work and had a developmental disability. She was fantastic, um, you know, and it was people like uh, the, the parents of Special Olympics athletes, as I mentioned a little bit ago. Um, you know, it, it, there were folks that were in and out, but that we knew, uh, cared deeply about their community, cared about their children. And, and you have to remember in the early 70s and, and into the 70s, and, and still today, people with developmental disabilities are isolated. They're forgotten. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, those parents had to, had to work hard, still do today, to include their children in school, uh, to allow their adult children to live on their own, to, help, to have jobs. Um, so those are the folks that were always held up in our house and that I always admired uh, for doing great work. And in the book, Ten Hidden Heroes, this book we're talking about, uh, you know, there are there's a page about people with Special Olympics uh, with, that are in Special Olympics. And a couple years ago, I was at the International Games in the United Arab Emirates in um, Abu Dhabi. And, you know, a country that doesn't recognize Israel. Uh, at the International Games, the Israeli athletes marched in uh, with the athletes from the UAE, from Egypt, from all around the United States, all around the world. And, um, you know, they got a standing ovation. And mm. there is a, a part of the they're, – they're one of the hidden heroes. They're arm, the athletes from Israel are arm-in-arm arm with the athlete from the UAE, United Arab Emirates. And I'm hoping that, that people will realize that the Special Olympics athletes are leaders and heroes in their own right, that they can show us that – what unites us is so much more there than what divides us, um, and that they can, through these gestures of sports, in this case, uh, show us how to, to to really be human with each other. Um, so, and so that's really the the folks that I admire mm -hmm. most um, you know, on a personal basis as well. The, you know, the the athletes. You know, I had great admiration for Rocky Blyer, who played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who sure. went to Vietnam to represent his country, fought back against injuries. I mean, he you know was well known at that point in time, but he wasn't the star of those Pittsburgh Steelers teams. You know that was. I think he wore Jerry number Bradshaw. twenty. He, I, I cannot remember. I know he went to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. uh, Rocky and, you know, Blair, growing up back. as a kid, you always rooted for Notre Dame. But sure. I think the the point was is that he wasn't a big shot, and you know had done the small things, uh, had worked very very hard, 
And that's what this book is about. It's about people who are doing um, small gestures to keep the community whole, that are working hard, that don't get a lot of recognition, don't get paid a lot of money, but that there are examples of what real heroes do. So on a personal note, Mark, our youngest is uh, special needs, special Olympian. We have a, a, a rack in our home with all of her gold medals. So Congratulations. A, well, a special thank you to you and your family for all that you've done. Uh, to, to what does she compete? What does she compete in? Oh, you name it. She competes in um, the, the parallel bar. She competes in the basketball. She competes. You name the sport, and uh, she she did down. She's quite a little athlete. Yeah, she did uh, downhill skiing, and her picture was uh, on the front page of the Des Moines Register as one of the Olympians. So, uh, congratulations! From, That's yeah, fantastic. From, from my heart to you thank you so much you know it's just and i don't know if you're familiar she just became a resident at misericordia here oh yeah and um sister rosemary is one of those hit she's not as hidden now but But she's she's a a hero there's a hit there's a a mercy nun who had a vision uh uh, caring for uh, special needs special yes no i i know their their work um you know the my last uh, uh travel plans actually was at old saint pat celebrating the good work that goes on at that church uh and i definitely know misericordia congratulations to your daughter thank you so much it's 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 efforts like you know as you just mentioned sister there um you know not getting a lot of recognition maybe some but you know definitely not what she deserves but she does the good work day in and day out and your daughter is is showing us all about grit and determination um, you know, when you talk about being a gymnast and a skier and a basketball player, I think, gosh, I got to get off my fanny here. And <laughs> she's leading, she, right? I mean, she, seriously, she's leading. She yeah. got those talents from her mother, not from me. And I, I will attest to that. <laughs> Our days in the seminary, I will attest to that, Mark. Now, I had one athletics. other question, and maybe I don't know if we have time now or we'll take a little break and come back. Uh, take uh, a break. Take okay, a break. Let's take a little break. And the question I'll have. Mark, for you, is as you look at the book, Ten Hidden Heroes, how can it be utilized in schools, in parishes? Uh, it just sounds to me like the kind of book that talks about spirituality. And so think about that. And we're going to take a little break. WNDZ 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago. Mark Shriver, we're going to be talking about Ted and Hidden Heroes and his ideas about how that book can be utilized uh, by teachers, by priests, by ministers. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. 
We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, Trusted Research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. The Word Made Clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. We're back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz, host Mark Teresi here, and we're live streaming. We're, we're safe distance. We've got our mask on, 312-255-8408. We're speaking with Mark Shriver about a special book he's written, Ten Hidden Heroes. And before the break, I had said, Mark, how do you see this book? How, how do you see spreading the word with this book and, and it, it being utilized to stimulate teaching and discussions with different populations? Well, it is published, uh, you know, by Loyola Press, uh, which is out in Chicago. Uh, I think they did a beautiful job with the book, and they were a great team to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fantastic operation, Loyola Press. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, the book is, is really based on Jesus' call to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, uh, shelter the homeless, visit those in prison. Um, you know, which is very closely aligned with uh, Isaiah as well. And, you know, the great religions call us to um, love our neighbor. Um, and, you know, Jesus' call is, is clear to uh, Catholics and, and to everyone. And I'm hopeful that people look at it, and a couple of grandparents have told me they've read it with their children, and, and when the kids ask them, 
you know, why is a child in a wheelchair who's in a road race a hero? They have to explain why somebody who's physically handicapped can be a hero. And it's so it's really somebody asked me, is, you know, is this for ages four to eight? And I said, yes, it is. But it's also for, you know, readers of all ages. So I'm hopeful that it gets into kindergarten classrooms and into Montessori programs and into the first couple of grades. But I'm hopeful that, you know, people of all ages share the book. Now, Mark, um, two, quick, two quick questions. One is, if someone wants to get a copy of the book, Loyola Press, and uh, is there a, I presume the, the website would be? It's it sold everywhere. It's sold everywhere. I mean, it's on Amazon. Okay. You know, it got up to the number 85 book in the world on Amazon last weekend. Okay. Uh, Congratulations. You know, Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com sells it. Uh, you know, the bookstall up in uh, suburban Chicago has it. So it's everywhere. So um, again, for our listeners, 10 Hidden Heroes by Mark Shriver, Loyola Press. Uh, the other question is, you look in your own life, Mark, and I get the big big impression well, I know about you, and that is uh, faith is very important in your journey of life. Has it been that way since childhood? Has it just grown deeper as you've grown older? I mean, I think the relationship has, has gotten deeper as I've gotten older, but, you know, we were altar boys at 645 Mass at Holy Cross, you know, church in Tacoma Park, and my dad used to take us over there. <clears throat> so, and he and my mom both went to Mass on a daily basis, and I mean every day, whether they were in Washington, D.C. or traveling anywhere around the world. The first question whenever they checked into a hotel room was, "Where's the church? you know, where, where's the church, what's the Mass schedule? Um, so, you know, that... that uh, example of someone who you know went to mass every day, who kneeled every day and asked for help and uh, forgiveness and guidance. You know, it was very powerful as a kid. And um, you know, I went to I was educated by the Jesuits in high school. Went to Holy Cross College, uh, which is a Jesuit school in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. with with a lot of uh, folks from Chicago. Actually, went to went to Ignatius and Loyola. So I know Chicago uh, and and those guys coming out of uh, Catholic schools. Um, are still great friends of mine, and that relationship, I hope, with God is deepened every day. Uh, but the Jesuit call to see God in all things and to, you know, be a man and woman for and with others is, is a very strong part. I hope it's a strong part of me. I struggle with it. I don't do it very well, but I try. Um, and that's what the book is about. It's trying to see God think, in all um, people. struggling is part of the journey with God. You know, Thank you. I hope you're right. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm banking my life on that one. So am I. So am I. <laughs> no, Mark, and also, I, I always tell people, if you doubt your faith at times, it makes you human. And there's nothing wrong with that, because in doubting, we come to a stronger conviction. And, and also, you, can, you can't separate life from faith or faith from life. And I'll be honest with you, when I went through high school, I didn't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. I went through a phrase, phrase in freshman, sophomore, junior in Notre Dame and Niles, not too far from Level Academy. I did not want to go to church. It bored me. I got nothing out of it. And by my senior year in Notre Dame, I turned on a scholarship in radio and TV to Northwestern to want to be a priest. So I do believe in miracles. <laughs> yes. We see wow. it every day. <laughs> I had one, one last question, Mark. Anything in, what's your next big project? Anything that you kind of want to reveal to us? I wish I, uh, I mean, it, it comes, I don't know how it comes, actually. Uh, the idea, you know, came when I met with some folks at Loyola Press, joined uh, Cicerelli, the publisher out there, talked to me um, about a book that I worked on uh, with my great friend, 
and college roommate who's now a bishop, uh, Bishop Byrne, um, wrote five things, uh, a little book of, uh, of five things uh, for everyday reflections. And um, Father Bishop Byrne, I went to high school and college with him, and Joe Allen suggested writing a children's book uh, based on the, my work at Save the Children and my interest in, in that issue. So I don't know what will happen. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book on Pope Francis came about after a talk I gave at Loyola College in, in Maryland. Um, so I don't know. I don't have any plans. I let the Spirit kind of hopefully will tell me where to go. There's a great, there's uh, a great pretty, line from a John Lennon song. Life is what happened while I was making other plans. That's and a good one. It, it, it I forgot very, that line. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great line. But we need to bring the program to a close of segments. So I want to thank in a very special way Mark Shriver, author of Ten Hidden Heroes, presently uh, being sold at uh, every major bookstore through Loyola University Press, also the author of Pilgrimage, My Search for Pope Francis, and a memoir of his father, a good man, Rediscovering My Father, Sergeant Shriver. So, Mark, thank you for joining us here on Catholic Chicago and WNDZ. It's been a real gift to have you, and God bless you. Keep up your great ministry. Keep up your great work. And Thank say, you so and much. Say hi to my baptism buddy. Yes, Maria, Adam Maria for uh, Mark. And uh, if you're <laughs> listening will. to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 312 255 8408. Father Greg Sackles along with Mark Treacy. The time is exactly 829 on this Thursday morning in Chicago. Stay with us and do not touch that dial.